This episode of Says Who is brought to you by you. Yes, you. You listening right now. You with the ears. You with the person that is looking at this, their recording device. No, their listening device. Are you okay, Dad? I I decided to mix it up instead of do it on autopilot, and it turns out that was a bad idea. This episode is brought to you by you through your support of our Patreon at patreon.com slash says who our Patreon where every Sunday. That's right. Every Sunday. Once again, summer hiatus is over. You get an entire bonus episode of this very podcast. You get me and Maureen in your ears on Sundays. If you give it the five or $10 a month level, that $10 a month level also gets you a sticker in the mail every month as a member of the says who sticker club. Patreon.com slash says who. Ah, Dan. <laughs> Maureen. Ah, you know what's behind me? Hot. Yeah. You know what's behind your, your face right now on the screen? What? A proof. The final proof of nine liars. Or I'm going behind through the pages. my face. Yeah. It's on the screen. It's on a PDF right behind your oh, face. On my I screen. thought you meant behind me. And I was like, did you sneak in? Yeah. This is a recording, and I'm behind. Right behind. Can me. you can you imagine if I set it up so there was a recording here, and I was at, this is like the perfect murder. Yeah, I don't know how that works. You could probably do. I bet that at least the first five minutes, you could pre-record it, just moving your arms around while I'm mm-hmm. doing it. Then you jump into sort of a book's ramble, right? And I'd sit here really patiently, mm-hmm. and then suddenly, I would notice. As I stared at myself waiting mm-hmm. for this, I would see you emerge with a knife. So sort of what in my back. Like what's happening now. Yeah. Ah well. We had a good run. Listen, that's sort of what Nine Liars is like. It's a co- English Whoa. country house murder mystery. There's an axe murder. There's clues. There's suspects in a house. I want the whole nine yards. I to like live it. the dream. Murder in a country house. Murder so, in a country house. I love that Ramon song. Yep. 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 So. Yep. <laughs> so books. Uh, um. So if you get my books, that's so great. I use that to buy teeth. Um. I'll talk more about my teeth. But, uh, I'm books, excited for that. It helps me buy teeth. If you would like to order books on the internet, you can always go to kickbezosintheballs.org where that will come and bring you right to the Says Who Bookshop and you can pre-order The Nine Liars. So it's in your hands when it comes out later in the year. That's exciting. Kickbezosintheballs.org. While you're buying things on the internet, mosey on over to merch.sayswhopodcast.com where there's loads of Says Who merchandise for you. Merch.sayswhopodcast.com. Hello, welcome to McDonald's. Can I take your order, please? Yeah, I'll have a McCrab. The crab cake not, uh, with no. We don't have crab cakes. No tartar sauce. Um, do we, we do have tartar sauce because it's on the filet fish sandwich? I don't want which that. You could order, because that's the fish that we do sell. Right. It's the filet fish sandwich with tartar sauce. Is that I'll what you a, intend? 
No, I'll have the McCrab with like uh, actually the cocktail That's... sauce instead. So the we don't have that. We do have ketchup if you would yeah. like a tomato based product to dunk something in. I guess you could get a fillet of fish and put ketchup on it, but that seems gross. gross. It's really gross. Uh, so I'll just stick with the McCrab with the cocktail sauce and so, a. Uh, I'll go with the salted caramel shake. I think. That's. I mean. Honestly, that does seem like something we would have uh, as a special kind of limited order because sometimes we try to do fancy things, but mm. we don't actually have that today. So I'll take that to go, and it's it's great to see you, kid. Okay, um, well, I don't actually have an order for you yet, but well, I guess you could drive through. Well, yeah, I'm going to drive out because I have a question. Oh, no. Yeah. Do you have, um, obviously, you got a store, like a storeroom back there, like where you keep, you know. Yeah, I mean, there's a large amount of inventory that we keep at any given time. So, yeah, we have a storage facility in the shop. It's um, it's cold in there. Yeah. Sometimes on a hot day when the air conditioner isn't working so good, I take my break inside the cooler. Mm. It feels nice. Well, yeah, it's because you're a. Uh... You're enterprising, kid, and it's one of the many things I like about you. Listen, um, and obviously you probably got another storeroom where you keep like bags and packages and wrappers and yeah, I and mean, we obviously and... we're a, we're an established business yeah. here. We have places where we store all sorts of things. Yes, and they're pretty secure. It's only you guys that get in there, right? I mean, that's. It's a McDonald's, so sure. it's as secure as that gets. We're open 24 hours a day, so, right. you know, there's access. But um, I'm I'm a little bit worried about why you're asking so much about our storage. Well, you know, you, you got to trust the Golden Arches. It's America's, it's sort of like, uh, it's America's bank in many ways. It's, it's um, our, it's where we uh, we all know it. You got to trust it. It's if you're not going to trust the gold standard of the golden arches, then what, what can you trust really? So okay. I'm just gonna, I'm going to come in and I just just want to leave a couple of things. Um, if you could just watch them for me, just for a couple of days, uh, just while I'm working am. some stuff out. I'm just going to come on. I I can pull it on the back. I'm sure you have a back entry area where you take deliveries and things. And I'll just once I get my food, I'll just I pull back around again, and then I'll meet you at the back door. Just I don't couple. have. I'm not really in charge of um, loading and unloading trucks and things. That's mm -hmm. something else. And also my manager tends to be the final person that checks in all of the inventory right. because he has to report it back to corporate is what he right. says. He says, I got to report this back to corporate yeah, if something's like missing or anything like that. And so, um, I mean, you, I guess... I guess I, I could get him and you could talk to him, but I don't no. think that he's going to be very receptive to you storing non-food and non-McDonald's-related right. items at the McDonald's. That's fine. I'll get that guy done on racketeering or some shit. I'll meet you by the dumpsters in five once I get the McCrab. And if you just come around there, it's not a problem. And then I'll come around and I'll meet and I'll carry them. Don't worry about it. I'll carry them. And I'll just, you know, I know I can trust kids. There's there's so few people in this world I can trust, but you're the one constant I have, kid. In many ways, you're you're the golden thread connecting me with sanity, with reality, with normalcy, with some kind of mythological before 
the concept of uh, democracy, the 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 tale of America that we grew up listening to, believing, and hearing the your your you tether me. You're like a bridge over troubled waters. It's like you're you're the string that's holding up my zip line. And um, so I'm going to meet you in the back and give you some things and you don't have to worry. Don't tell anybody about them. It's not important. And if you could just keep an eye on those, uh, your country thanks you. Yeah, I'm not going to do that. Every time. <sighs> Welcome to says uh, the game only for me. It's only for me it at this point. It's only for you. Yeah, That's it's true. all right. Welcome to says who the podcast powered by another one of these cans of coffee. I'm Maureen John. Oh, and it's not a podcast. It's a, a I'm Maureen Johnson. Uh, it's a coping strategy. I'm Dan Sinker. Mm, I'm excited today, Dan. Yeah. Just got back into the house. I got a, I got, mama's got a brand new tooth. Ooh, did you get one of those gold ones? No, it's just a, it's like a bone colored one, but it's uh, $3,500 worth of new tooth, Dan. Perfect. You yeah. know, that um, makes me real happy to hear because I am, uh, as soon as we are done with this, I am going to my first dental appointment in a long time Mm. and i think i probably got a few of those in my future too i mean technically it is a 30 like a 2900 dollars because the uh, insurance company deemed it were gracious enough to pay back like just about 600 dollars worth of the 3500 dollars so um they said it wasn't net strictly necessary for me to get this new crown, Dan, despite the okay. fact that the old one was quite literally just two little spikes of shattered porcelain that were just above the gum line. And then it was all exposed oh. metal root. It had completely shattered and I was mm. constantly spitting out pieces of oh. uh, porcelain well, for a long I mean- time. It was still there, as they would would gladly point out. There was a metal post in there and a couple spikes. Well, Um, dental insurance in the U.S., if you're not listening from the U.S., is the greatest scam going. Oh, yeah. I mean, and I have the really good insurance that came with Oscar's work. Like, this is the fanciest insurance, uh, dental insurance I've probably ever had, aside from when I was a child. And insurance actually paid for stuff, which is true, I think. I think it actually used to pay for things. Yeah, I don't know what the history of dental insurance is, but it's uh, the present of dental insurance and its inability to pay things. I am pretty sure if I were to sit down and add up, because we we pay for our own dental insurance. We do not have fancy uh, work insurance Mm. or anything like that. I think if I were to add up what we pay a year, Compared to what they have covered, we are probably paying them money. Oh, oh, a hundred percent. They yeah. don't pay for anything. It's it's kind of dumb to have it because 
it genuinely doesn't do shit. It is the biggest scam going right now. I don't even yeah. know how it's legal. Um, but yeah, when Oscar first was offered the me for me to be covered by insurance before we were married, he's like, you want this insurance? I almost jumped through a wall in my sure. eagerness because he, he doesn't know how because I was buying my insurance. Right. Um, he doesn't know what how big of a deal it is to just be yeah. offered insurance. We're constantly we're like a like you ever see those kind of 70s movies where everyone's hustling on the street? Like just you kind of imagine people walking around near those old style metal trash cans and, you know, just kind of, hey, hey, I'll do you a deal. I'll give you this pepperoni for a uh, uh, bigger pepperoni or something. I don't know what I just mm. kind of imagine this kind of twilight 70s. 70s was an all pepperoni economy. Yeah, little I known. guess. Little like known a, fact. Like a kind of street deal. Like, hey, yeah. yeah. For pepperoni. I mean. Health insurance is a scam, but I feel like dental insurance is just a bald one. Oh, dental just... insurance is way more of a scam. I didn't way know. Way more of a scam. People told me that's a whole thing that Americans go to Costa Rica to get their dental work done. Oh, good. I might need just... to book a flight. But anyway, Dan, I got, I got the new tooth and I was on them, was walking home because Oscar had to go into work. So I knew I had until pretty much exactly noon yeah. to, to walk home. And when I don't have the dog with me and I'm walking back from somewhere, it's when I, I kind of do miscellaneous errands. Like I sure. go to my public mailbox and pick up like reader mail and things like that. Yeah. But then I pass by an art supply store, Dan. Ooh. Now we have discussed on uh, Town Watch, we recorded this weekend, that I have a certain problem with notebooks, planners, yeah. and the paraphernalia associated with them. Yes. Anyway, Dan, I went in. And I emerged with a big pad of newsprint. Okay. And six fancy markers. Okay. It could have been worse because I want to do some big sheet planning. I like big sheet planning. So uh, I got some newsprint and some. And I was like, all my markers are kind of worn out and crap and too small. So I got yeah. six thick art mark. I can't help it. It's like a siren call then and it's getting worse. Yeah, I know how it goes. I know how that goes. I you like go. big sheet planning. And the big oh. pad of newsprint is the way to go. Because those gigantic post-its, mm -hmm. that shit costs like $8 billion for a pad of, you know, 36-inch post-it. I probably told you that when I stayed at my friend Holly Black's house that she has a big old giant dining room table. And on the end, they've hooked up one of those big rolls of brown paper. Oh, that's nice. So they just, she just, when she wanted to do, she's like, let's do some plot sketching and character yeah. arc sketching. And she pulled a big sheet out, covered the whole table and we covered the whole table in notes. And when we that's were done, great. she, she sliced it off and rolled it up and handed it to me. And I have it till wow. this day. Yeah. That is awesome. Oh, she's that just like, come on, deal. let's go. She rubs her hands together at like 11, 30, 12 o'clock at night, pulls out the markers and goes, let's go. I like it. I She's like nocturnal. It. She has a big roll of paper and she wants to talk about your plot problems. That's Holly Black in a <laughs> nutshell. <laughs> well, Maureen, you yep. and your new tooth mm. are back in New York City. Sure are, Dan. Sure are. The Big Apple. Mm -hmm. The city that never sleeps. It really doesn't. Yeah. You're back for a limited Although, time. For a when limited time. Again? I'll be here next week. And then the week after that, I'll be speaking to you from Greece. Yeah. 
from the this island is, this is of like a whole world traveler, Maureen Johnson. I'll be speaking to you from the island of Mykonos. I was trying to remember, I was recounting to Janice, you have gone in like the last month, mm-hmm. Philly, UK, Philly, back to New York, then to Greece. Uh, let's see. Yeah, I guess that's right. I We went to England at, yeah, the 20, looks like we left right around the 25th of July. So yeah, yeah. UK, yeah. Philly. Philly, then UK. Oh, that's right. In, you were in I Philly unexpectedly got... and went to the UK late. That's when my mother called me and said, I'm really so, 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 so sorry. I'm on my way to the hospital. And then I yeah. picked up and ran and yeah. missed my flight to England and caught one a day later. Yeah. She's doing much better, by the way. They're actually kind of finally figuring out what is going on with her heart. Oh, well, that's good. So, but both that's my great. parents are having a lot of health issues right now, Dan. So, yeah. um, it's, and uh, you are just a woman in motion. I'm going to be down there a lot. That's why I bought that yeah. giant ass monitor. Yeah, you're set. So, yeah. We talked about that on the town watch as well. Yeah, I bought a went over to Best Buy. I said, give me your biggest mid-range monitor that you have in stock. <laughs> that was like as you began that sentence, the person at the Best Buy that gets commissioned got very excited. And as you continued to add mm. things to it, they got more and more dejected. I also wanted to show you. We talked about this on the town watch that I was lured into the siren call of buying this special hole punch for my happy planner. Oh, Here it right. is. The there 11 is. hole now punch. You've, un- you've unboxed it. Yeah. Oh, and you wanted to see my happy planner, Dan. I did. I? Yeah. I don't think I did, but okay. Yeah. That's how it works. Dan, yeah. it's totally magic. Okay. Yeah. I just, I'm not down with the ring bind. I get I that lo- that's the whole mechanism of it, but it just... The idea of throwing that in a bag just feels like chaos. So I also want to point out that I really like the cover design of this, which is black with flowers on it. But I don't like this like wild and beautiful thing it says on the cover, yeah. nor do I like the inspirational phrases. Yeah. Um. So what I'm going to be doing this one, this one is going to be covered up by a, a goddamn it Dan sticker. Yeah, I was going to say, if only you were uh, associated with a podcast that has been sending monthly stickers to people for right. almost two years now. I'm going to put that on as we're talking. All right. Do a little. Pro- oh, look how shiny that is. This is a really nice quality sticker. <laughs> it's a good sticker. That is a good sticker. Is. Well, Maureen, as you are putting the sticker on, I will point out. Look at that. That does look no, better. No it? more wild and beautiful. Uh, I will point out that this time tomorrow, there will not be any children in my house because the little one goes back to school. The teen started last week. Wow. The little one starts tomorrow. Second grade. What? I know. It's a big deal. I remember when he was just a little tadpole swimming in your wife's belly and you said, guess what? Yeah. Yeah. And now he's going to school. Now, like he got a haircut. Grade. He didn't like get a haircut. He didn't. He's he got long got... hair. Oh, I thought it. I, I thought in that picture it looked like his hair was short. Well, he's got he's got a very impressive mullet. Ah. Is what he has. So the front gets trimmed every now and then, but the back. Um, I was giving him a bath the other day, 
And when it's wet, it is like almost down to his butt. It's in, it's a it is quite a mullet. Dan's I chuckle every time I see it. Dan's little guy is like the most delightful little friend you've ever met. He is. He is a He's hugger. A one. He is just a little oh, yeah. nugget of sunshine. He likes he likes life. He has not been broken down yet by the reality of life. But uh, but yeah, he starts school tomorrow is also very funny to have kids of such disparate age because uh, he is psyched about tomorrow and like can't wait. Last day of summer really means like this is great because finally school can start. And then the teen last week, it was like last day of summer. It was like, OK, now I've got to deal with this hell that starts tomorrow. So. I just want to say, Dan, I've been having a recurrent dream lately that I'm back in high school and I have okay. gotten sick partway through my junior year and missed enough yeah. of it that I have to go back and spend one extra year there with like my class has graduated and I have to stay yeah. on with the class underneath me and do one more year. Yeah. And the pain I'm experiencing in my dream is so intense. Yeah, it's nuts like i don't know where it's it's like i'm being scalded with a thousand knives so um but dan everything's i mean we're we're sliding into this is the end the end of summer we it got we got a, is. we got a couple weeks left it isn't over right but we're moving towards the fall and a couple of you know we have it we all know there's an ex, this is going to be an exciting fall it is midterm elections some more hearings, but right now nothing's going on. No, it's real chill right now. Um, mm -hmm. Obviously, with Joe Biden signing historic climate legislation this week, it was coupled uh, as part of the same bill that also gave the government the ability to negotiate drug prices directly for the first time ever. <laughs> You'd think that would be all we're talking about, but instead... All we're talking about is Donald Trump. Same as it ever was. I have to say that I don't think he was in control of when the FBI was going to raid Mar-a-Lago, but he is he is like truly gifted at being able to turn the spotlight to himself mm. to obscure what is actually happening in the real world and uh, to make it all about him. It's an impressive skill. Yeah, that guy is fucking gone and has been for a year and a half. And we still cannot scrape this guy off our shoe. Like he's he, it lingers on the palate. It turns out if you uh, let a elect Donald Trump president, um, it doesn't just go away. No. Do you remember when uh, a candidate was running for president? And said that if they were elected, that the fever that Republicans were under would break. And that everything would kind of revert back to normal. No, Dan, I blanked a lot of that out. That candidate was Joe Biden. I've also sort of blanked out the fact that that this is the reality we're moving. I mean, I have to admit that... um, <laughs> There's a lot of things I'm trying to shut out by buying planner supplies like the planner supplies I, i'm trying to basically build a wall of planner supplies that hides a lot of things yeah well and you can plan ever further in the future mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. which allows you distraction from the present 
Well, says but who not right from... now, Maureen. Oh, okay. Because, right, of course, we're not talking about the climate legislation. We are talking about the fallout from the FBI raid on Donald Trump's own home two weeks ago. Because the revelations and the reporting about what has happened continues to pile up. And for the first time in two weeks, we are now beginning to hear sort of a uh, an attempt at a legal response and other response from uh, from the Trump team, which s- hit the ground running yesterday when their crack legal team finally filed the request for what's called a special master to be assigned to the documents that the FBI took from Mar-a-Lago two weeks ago. Mm. A special master, Maureen, is an independent evaluator who would go through the documents, separate out material that's privileged or that doesn't apply to the warrant. That would be separate from, yes, the FBI's, quote, taint team, which is already looking at things. (sighs) Yeah. The taint team is combing through those documents, Maureen. But this would be separate from the taint team. Stop saying taint Um, team. I just, I'm trying to say it as many times as possible. I know, but I'm not. I, the taint team. Okay. All right. Uh, That's the, the 80s show that, separate... that didn't get mm-hmm. made. And for that, I'm thankful. <laughs> the special master would be separate from the taint team, Maureen. It's okay. Come on. Uh, and would be independent. The filing uh, that they requested, first of all, they did not request it from the judge that has been in charge of everything else. It seems mm-hmm. that they did a little bit of judge shopping and uh, made the request on a uh, different uh, judge down in the Palm Beach area. Mm-hmm. Uh, the filing is a hell of a read. It is filled with conspiracy theories and fever dreams. It opens not with any legal argument, but instead, Maureen, it opens this way. Article one, introduction. Hit me. Politics cannot be allowed to impact the administration of justice. President Donald J. Trump is the clear frontrunner in the 2024 Republican presidential primary and in the 2024 general election, should he decide to run. Uh, it goes on to then finally say that the search happened uh-huh. and that it was conducted, quote, with no understanding of the distress that it would cause most Americans. Right. Right. Uh, after that, the con- it, the filing goes on to confirm the basic timeline that has been previously reported by the New York Times and the Washington Post, that the National Archives has been in contact with Trump since 2021, trying to retrieve Box's material that he took on his way out the door, and that Jay Bratt, the Justice Department's head of counterintelligence, went to Mar-a-Lago back in June. Uh, all of this is put forward in this filing as an explanation and examples that Trump was voluntarily working to resolve the issue. And you know, Maureen, that he really was because every time they used the word voluntarily in the filing, they italicized it. That's how that works. Yeah, yeah. Uh, It also confirms reporting that Trump tried to get a sort of a, it's a nice country you got here, shame if something were to happen to it, message to Merrick Garland. Right. From the filing, quote, on August 11th, 2022, counsel for President Trump spoke with Mr. Bratt. That's the uh, head of counterintelligence for the Justice Department by telephone. The first item of discussion was a message from President Trump to Attorney General Merrick Garland. The message was as follows. 
President Trump wants the attorney general to know that he has been hearing from people all over the country about the raid. If there was one word to describe their mood, it is angry. The heat is building up. The pressure is building up. Whatever I can do to take the heat down, to bring the pressure down, just let us know. Dan. This is in their filing, Maureen. I guess. All right. After after a few more paragraphs that once again reiterate that he's the front runner in the 2024 presidential election, and that's why the search was conducted, there's an entire subsection that I believe is actually longer than most of the rest of it that's titled, quote, the government has long treated President Donald J. Trump unfairly. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then it just is sort of an airing of grievances and really mostly a greatest hits collection, including an aside, of course, about text between FBI agents Peter Strozak and Lisa Page, which the refiling refers to as, quote, his paramour. It is basically exactly the filing that you would expect a Trump legal team to file. But Maureen, this is the thing that I'm stuck on. Mm -hmm. Let's say an FBI raided your apartment. Okay. With a search warrant. Sure. And they took all your planners and they took, uh, you know, all your various things in your bins and, you know, went into your closets and took it Mm -hmm. all. And you felt that they had done this unfairly Mm -hmm. and that especially they had taken material that was not a part of their warrant and that Mm -hmm. was privileged to you and that you really wanted back. Right. How quickly would you have lawyers filing briefs demanding the return of that material? I'd wait a while. I'd wait a while and let them really think about what they did. (laughs) Well, then you're on the same page as Donald Trump. I want to give them a chance to really read it and catalog it before I um, so they really know. So they know so that they know of you. So they know why I'm mad. So they feel really bad about what they did. If it was me, I would probably have attorneys at the courthouse before the end of a nine hour long search. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they were there all day. Yeah, they were there for nine hours. I just don't quite feel like they are uh, really chomping at the bit here when they waited two weeks. Mm hmm to actually file a request that somebody else handle this material instead of the FBI. Mm -hmm. But Maureen, yesterday was an eventful day because not only did this filing uh, come through, but the other big thing was that uh, Trump world weirdo John Solomon, who's a journalist, and I'm using that word in the broadest possible sense here, who uh, in July was named one of two people that are allowed, that Trump is allowing to be the liaison with the National Archives. The other uh, person is super weirdo Cash Patel, uh, last seen hawking laser engraved wood plaques on Truth Social. Uh, Before that was, I believe, the deputy chief of staff for somebody in the 
Department of Defense added very, very late in the game, uh, right before the insurrection happened. Mm-hmm. But uh, John Solomon published a letter from the National Archives to Trump on his own very reputable news site entitled, quote, just the news dot com. I- I'm amazed you don't own that URL. <laughs> I know. He could have gotten just the dot news. Come on. Did you um, buy? Have you bought something like Trump news or? No, I don't. I, what about no. truth? It does. Is truth social dot com. Do they actually have that? They must, right? Oh, now we got to find out. Now we got to find out. I mean, and that would be hilarious. All right, Truth Social. It looks like dot com is taken. Yeah, they've 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 bought a lot, or at least Truth Social has been bought up okay. uh, broadly. You can get Truth Social dot Dental for forty four dot ninety nine. Oh, yeah. TruthSocial.attorney. That one's funny. If you just had TruthSocial.attorney and you had like an email field, how long would it take before you got an email from Donald Trump asking for your legal advice? Let's find out. (laughs) We may. We may. But anyway, on JustTheNews.com. He published this letter. It is a letter from uh, Deborah Wall, the acting archivist of the United States, sent to Trump back in May. Now, Maureen, this whole clown show of a group of people are pretty good at cell phones. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But this one seems to be one of the best cell phoniest because after publishing it, I saw probably a dozen or so DC reporters scratching their heads as to why in the world they would have released this letter. Because it is uh, a letter that is written to Trump denying the request that they further delay the turnover of the documents that the National Archives took in January, uh, that they further delay turning them over to the FBI. That Trump, that Trump, the, the documents Trump took, not the National Archives took. Well, no, that that the National Archives took back from Trump in January. Because right. remember, uh, it was discovered that Trump had material at Mar-a-Lago. And last year, 2021, the National Archives spent a very long time negotiating return of this material. They finally got 15 boxes of it back in January. Um, they opened the boxes and in the letter it reveals that uh they discovered that there was a lot of classified material in it 150 documents making up more than 700 pages of classified material and it included uh classifications all the way up to something called special access program which is apparently some of the government's most highly classified secrets mm-hmm. So at the time that they discovered this, again, this is in January, they basically wrote to the Trump people and were like, hey, guys, listen, you have a whole bunch of stuff that we kind of need to turn over to the FBI. We would like a little more information as to why you have it, if you have any more, uh, all of that, because um, this is maybe a criminal uh, 
thing that needs to happen. But we're going to hold off. Mm-hmm. We're not going to turn it over uh, because we know that you're the former president. There's questions of um, of what's privileged and what isn't. So we're going to try to figure this out. So get so, back to us. Yeah. So get back to us. Um, th- there was apparently a little bit of back and forth. This letter you kind of read and she you can hear her exasperation because she's basically like, we inf- we kind of gave you the final, hey, we need to hear from you a month ago. It's now been a month. We're going to gonna have to turn this over to the FBI, guys. Come on. Can you get through to us? The letter, it seems like uh, the hope for releasing it is there is a, a little bit of a reference to going to the White House to say, hey, uh, there's this stuff here. We don't know if you want to kind of be involved in this because some of it is super classified. Um, and it seems like the best guess that anyone has been able to make, the Wall Street Journal kind of put forward this theory, is Trump saw Joe Biden's name in association with this and is able to be like, ha, see, he did the raid. But it turns out in the letter, the White House basically kicks it back to the National Archives and is like, hey, we're deferring to you. Like, this is your shit. We're not touching it with a 10 foot pole. This is uh, this is your thing to deal with. Um, The whole thing sort of reads like a conversation by an exasperated parent and their child. Mm -hmm. But um. But yeah, so we know that from this, released again by the Trump camp, we know that they had this documents. We know that the National Archives basically bent over backwards, kind of constantly trying to not turn it over to the FBI out of deference, basically, to Trump. We know that there were 150 documents uh, that were classified at at least the lowest classification levels and some of them all the way up to the very top. There was over 700 pages of classified material in those 15 boxes. So all of that is stuff that we know from the letter that the Trump team released. And then uh, couple that with reporting from the New York Times today titled, quote, Trump had more than 300 classified documents at Mar-a-Lago. So hmm. 150 documents were released in January. Do the quick math. That means they got another 150 documents in the uh, in the raid that they did, which means, Maureen, at some point, somebody made a decision of, OK, this stuff we can send back. But this stuff we want to hang on to. And if you're wondering who made the decision to send back half the documents oh. and who made the decision to hang on to them. Oh, I'm screw- I'm, cause I don't know the, I actually do not know the answer. I'm squeezing this glass. Who is it? Buried in the New York times story today is a single sentence paragraph about halfway through that gives a little bit of insight. Quote, Mr. Trump went through the boxes himself in late 2021, according to multiple people briefed on his efforts before turning them over. Not what I expected. What much worse, expecting? much worse. Okay. Oh. But I was expecting some dumbass like Eric, honestly. <laughs> no, but apparently Trump went through the boxes. Uh-huh. Like, oh, this stuff we can get back. I direct guess. crime. Direct crime. Yeah. Literally direct crime. 
Was he wearing a shirt that said, I'm doing crime while getting his picture taken, doing a crime? So. With each of the document kind of pointing at it. Yeah. Finger gunsing. Yeah. Yeah. Crime. Yeah. So these folks are doing a pretty bang up job of kind of admitting to the crimes. Mm-hmm. But they've also, Maureen, sent the best and brightest out to take to the airwaves to defend the crimes. I'm excited. Rudy finally emerged. Oh, our boy's back. I missed him. Appearing on Newsweek last week, where he explained, sure, he had classified documents, which is a good way to start. Right. Quote, now they want to make him responsible for having taken classified documents and preserving them. Sure. He was trying to help. Yeah. Uh, What he was doing with the documents was just keeping them secure, Rudy explained, and that clearly wasn't what the Espionage Act was written for. Quote, it's not really about taking the documents. It's about destroying them or hiding them or giving them to the enemy. It's Mm. not about taking them and putting them in a place that's roughly as safe as where they were in the first place. Sure. Sure, the place where they keep the tables at Mar-a-Lago. Yeah, you know. It's a safe... We all know that Mar-a-Lago is a safe and secure place. That has been proven time and time again. Oh, yeah. Dan, can we take some of our Patreon money and break into Mar-a-Lago just by going in through the front door? Well, we'll get to how easy it might be to break into Mar-a-Lago in a second, Maureen. But Uh, first, I want to appeal to your crime writer's mind. Sure. Because Rudy basically is saying, if you take a thing Mm -hmm. and you put it in a place Mm -hmm. that's just as safe, we'll, we'll accept his premise. Sure. That a basement storeroom in Mar-a-Lago is just as safe as at the mm-hmm. National Archives. If you do that, then really you haven't committed a crime. Right. So if the Pink Panther steals the diamond mm-hmm. and then just keeps it in his special lair where he keeps the treasures and the art that he's stolen and it's just as safe, the Pink Panther has not committed a crime. Right. If you steal the Mona Lisa and you and just keep it in your hang house, it up in your room. That's not a crime. You're then. good to go. It's not a crime. Right. That's not a crime. Everybody knows that's not a crime. No. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think that I'd have to work flawless. a lot harder, a lot harder for a plot than that. Yeah. Uh, it is also worth pointing out that the Espionage Act actually very clearly states mm-hmm. that holding on to documents and not turning them over when asked uh-huh. is in violation of the Espionage Act. That's that's more of a wrinkle. That's more of a wrinkle. Um. But I'm inclined to trust Rudy on this. I mean, he he rarely drinks before nine in the morning, Dan. I mean, it's not. I know. He's got a very trustworthy face. Okay. Speaking of people with trustworthy faces, Maureen, wasn't just Rudy that hit the airwaves to defend Donald Trump, but uh-huh. Eric Trump himself. Ah, uh, my boy with his mice and chocolate milk. How's my boy? Yeah, he stopped gnawing on mice just long enough to make a TV appearance, appearing on Sean Hannity's show. Aww. Via, that, poor little boy uh, looks, that poor little boy looks like a thumb. I'm glad he gets to be on TV every once in a while. Yeah. He appeared on Sean Hannity via the remote broadcast room that's in Mar-a-Lago. Right. He was so excited, Maureen. Uh-huh. 
about getting to do the appearance. Yep. That he tweeted a selfie of himself in the reference monitor below mm-hmm. the camera right. in the Mar-a-Lago TV studio that he was using. Okay. So you get a little selfie and it's him kind of in a monitor with time code and things like that around him. And above him mm-hmm. is a uh, is a TV camera equipped with a reflective teleprompter glass in front of it that's right. showing the actual uh, TV show. Right. And uh, there is a little strip or there is a little uh, hood mm-hmm. that separates the two of them to kind of stop for glare. Mm-hmm. And Maureen on that little metal hood stuck on with label tape. Yep. Was the network ID and password for Mar-a-Lago's building management system. The Wi-Fi for Mar-a-Lago. Right. Was tweeted out uh-huh. by Eric Trump. Okay. Now, you might not have needed him to actually post the password uh-huh. because it turns out, Maureen, the password for Mar-a-Lago's, at least for the security cameras and other things that would be a part of the building management system. Right. And apparently whatever you would be, you know, using the Internet for if you were on TV. So probably just straight up Wi-Fi. Mm-hmm. The password was one one two two three three four four five five. Okay. Yep. Okay. 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 You know what? I Okay. 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 <laughs> okay. You know what? I give. I give, Dan. I just give. I, okay. <laughs> Dan. What do you think the odds are that they still haven't changed that password? 40%. Oh, really? I'm giving them some credit. 98%. I'm going with 40. I think there's I, one functional person in the building somewhere that keeps it from burning down. I would gut that that one person changed it. Mm-hmm. And then they heard so many complaints that they that changed, they changed it, back. it back. Yeah. They'll never get. Yeah. That's the ultimate move. They'll say, oh, yeah, we changed it. Then no one would ever expect that we change it back again. Maybe he changed it to one 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 two 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 three 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 four 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 five five five. Dude, they changed that shit to password. Come on. <laughs> yeah, but it's uncrackable because one of the O's is a zero. Ah, uh, Dan. Yeah. There's only one O in password. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> But You're that's right. the argument they gave. <laughs> Dan. Password. I just want to point out that this summer, our Watergate summer, that's so much worse than Watergate. We yeah. had all of these hearings and then the hearings stopped. And then mm-hmm. right after the hearings stopped, they raided Mar-a-Lago and found a crime. And they yeah. keep finding a crime. And we're not even back to the hearings about the crime. So how well, much the, they're not? It's a totally different crime. It's a now different gotta get crime. Got to second set of hearings going on. Dan, what the hell is going to happen? <laughs> I'm genuine. What the hell is going to happen, Dan? Yeah, he's that motherfucker is going to announce soon, Dan. Oh yeah, without a doubt. 
We are there on are so the many references precipice. in that filing about how if he were to run, he would be the presumptive winner of of all of it. And that is clearly going to be their defense moving forward. And I think, honestly, in my heart of hearts, Maureen, it is the smartest line of defense they can do. Because oh, yeah. I don't think that uh, Joe Biden or Merrick Garland have the uh, wherewithal to prosecute a president, their like presidential opponent. And can I just say that this we're suddenly having this party where everyone's like the wonderful Liz Cheney. Yeah. Liz Cheney can eat shit. I don't care <laughs> if a stopped clock. You know what I mean? I don't. Who does? Yeah. No. These are the She's worst fucking news. people. These are the yeah. worst fucking people. What is going to happen? Do you remember when her father shot a guy in the face? Uh-huh. And then after like a week of it, they first tried to deny it. There was a hunting accident. Uh, after finally sort of a week of uncovering exactly what all happened, the guy went on TV. The guy mm -hmm. that, sh that was shot in the face by mm -hmm. Dick Cheney, went on TV and apologized to Dick Cheney. Dan, I like to, I read about cults a lot. Yeah. And last night I was reading about one that's very, very recent. It's actually still um, ongoing. And it's, you may have heard about, it. it's called Love Has Won. Oh, I've not heard about this one. It's teeny. It's based in Colorado. Okay. And, um, it was the center of it was a woman. She's just like some woman. And they call her mother. They called her mother God. Um, and she she lived in this kind of it wasn't I call it. It's not even a really a compound. It was just sort of like a big house in Colorado somewhere near Denver, I think. Creestone, Colorado. Yeah. Town population just, of 141. So they live in this house and she's mother God. And they're all like, she's God. And we live in this house with her, except that. And it's just like whenever she made videos, it was just like crap in the background. Like it's not a fancy house. Like you'd see the shed in the background or just like tissues and stuff on her dresser, you know, because she died. Um, possibly because she was taking colloidal silver. Oh, okay, yeah. So much so that she turned purple, like Grimace. Like yeah. purple. And then she died. Possibly from poisoning from all that silver she was taking. It seems like maybe, uh, like, yeah, you could pull on that thread, I think. And they kept her body in the house in a room, a very, like, cheerful room with, like, Loads and loads of like rainbow colored Christmas lights and rainbows on the sure. wall. And they wrapped her body in Christmas lights and it mummified. Yeah. I mean, it was probably pretty well preserved. What with all the silver in it. Purple, Dan. I just want to. She was fully alive and purple, but just some weirdo is. So anyway, they still broadcast that. I'm doing some research for a new book where I have to I, I get to actually go down the cult train a lot and which I'm always That's on fun. I'm always on that train so I'm always ready to hear, read about a new one but there's about still yeah. about 24 of them they still broadcast um, about Mother God and 
they're in the house and they took the eventually the police came in and they were like what the fuck because they found the mummy and they were all like ah there's a mummy in here um and, and she's silver purple. and it's purple and it's covered in christmas lights um they asked them about you know she died and you know how that happened and they all because they seem really normal because they're just like some jabronis like they're just like hey you know i don't know like they're just some people but their broadcasts are so like normal they're on facebook live and they're just drinking water you know and having hey good morning everybody but they're also super into QAnon. okay and they're always like yeah you know the latest q drop says this or that and one of the things mother god said was that she was the the reincarnation of many people including jesus and marilyn monroe and that somehow she mm-hmm. was also trump's daughter i don't know sure. it's real it's real complicated why not but she turned purple and died um and I want, just want to point out again that she was purple. Um, yeah. That's a lot of colloidal silver. Mm-hmm. Dr. Oz loves that stuff, I think. He's into that. Oh, okay. um, oh, whenever I say his name, I think about that gross asparagus, and it really makes me queasy. Um, but as, tr- as cults go, because I'm always like, I'm always looking for mine. And I had a good think about this last night as I, before I went to sleep. And I'm like, these people seem pretty happy. <laughs> Could I fuck around with this? Like, uh, you know, like, I know the, the cute. And then I'm like, oh, they're racist. Ah, oh, shit. You know, because they, they're into Trump and cute. Because otherwise, I'd possibly be down to, like, live in a house with a bunch of hippie weirdos, you know. <laughs> oh, good. Who, who seem to drink smoothies all day if I didn't have to take all that silver. You know, like, I just... I'm not, and then I was like, oh, but it turns out they're racist because always, I'm not, if, if they're just, if there was one that wasn't as racist or racist, obviously, at all, qualifying too many things, no racism, no Nazis, no taking too much silver, no Q, no yeah. Trump. But if you're just okay. fucking around with some rainbows, <laughs> I'm not sure. I mean, I'm, I'm sticking around for five more minutes at this point and going, all right, I'm not. I'm not hearing anything. I'm listening. I'm listening. Go on. Because what is going to happen, Dan? We're all going to have to make choices. And I might hang out with some rainbow people. (laughs) So let me just let me just understand, because when I began this journey with you. Sure. I thought you were tying this back into Liz Cheney, but this is an entirely separate thought from Liz Cheney. Uh, It's because we're at the point where everyone's like, our savior, Liz Cheney. And I'm like, I need out. And I'm thinking, where can I go? Got it. Okay. I'm there now. Now I get it. I'm looking for you. were, Yeah. You're looking I'm for make, an escape hatch. I'm looking for something. You know what I mean? I don't. They are also kind of into spaceships a little bit. They have a lot. Cool. I mean, I think these people, from what I can tell, they believe in everything. Like it's, it's all in there. <laughs> yeah. It's cute. It's spaceships, it's silver, it's Marilyn Monroe and rainbows, and it, it's. Too I mean, that many... way you've 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 spread your yeah. Like you're you're playing the spread that way. Mm-hmm. Your chance of being right is better. I was if watching you, if you throw a if you throw in on everything. I was watching one of their Facebook lives. They're like, hey, you know, oh, some people they were sending some money into Mother. Uh, to Mother God, you know, that always comes back to you because like we bought an avocado tree with it and the person who sent in all that money is a waitress and her chips went way up. And I was like, all right, all right. 
is All the right. mummy still there wrapped in uh wrapped police took in it away police took it away those people were charged with um like defiling a corpse or something like they were okay. they may have been having sex with the corpse i'm not sure they were definitely mm. worshiping it perfect they were Great. definitely in there like worshiping her and taking care of her body okay she looked snug i mean she was really wrapped up in blankets i just want to point out again that she was a silver mummy that yeah. was kind of purple silver it is wild. If you um, could have mined her, I think they call themselves Fifth Dimension now, or something like that. Okay, they rebranded because that's a boy band. Because she died after turning purple with silver. Um, yeah, that'll do it. Uh, look, Dan, uh, it's not the worst idea. I'd refine that one. Silver tooth in uh, in honor of. I got too much silver in my mouth already. If I open my mouth, it looks like a little, it looks like the, the fucking, a little prospector will go in there. A little tiny one, this big, well, what's in there? A little, little teeny tiny guy with a pickaxe. Oh, I genuinely expect to see some sort of mine ride, like at Disney World, like you open it up and it's just, this is the passage into the mine ride. Dan, when we go to Disney World, can we go to Mar-a-Lago and just see if we can get on the Wi-Fi? Yes. Without a doubt. I mean, I walked into the, the front lobby of the Scientology Celebrity Center. There you go. Everybody has an open house, Dan. It's not that hard. I mean, as we full know, all you need is a boat and a directional antenna. I don't even think you we need a boat. You gotta walk in the front door. I don't even think we need a boat, Dan. I think we could literally walk in the front door. <laughs> it's probably I true. genuinely think we could. It's probably true. Well, guess what? I, we say, Says hey, we're, who? we're planning a wedding. Can we see it? That's true. That's true. Well, on that note, because I got to go to the dentist now, Says Who is made possible by you through your support of our Patreon at patreon.com slash says who, our Patreon, where every Sunday you get a whole nother one of these episodes. If you give at the 5 or $10 a month level. That $10 a month level also gets you a sticker in the mail every month that are great, and you can put them on your planners or whatever. You go to patreon.com slash says who. Our theme music is performed by Ted Leo. Our logo is designed by Darth. You can contact us at says who podcast on Twitter. You can email at hey, that's H-E-Y, at says who podcast.com. Join the discussion on Facebook at slash group slash says whovians. Our Facebook group is moderated by Janice Dillard. And if you want to join the fan run discord server, you can go to tinyurl.com slash says who discord. Whatever you do, spread the word, subscribe, please leave stars and reviews on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen. And you can join us next Wednesday, August 31st for our very next episode on the very last day of August from my basement in Chicago. I am Dan Sinker from New York for now. I am Maureen Johnson. Wow. And this has been Says Who. This is really worth it. This special hole punch. Okay. It seems like it's still wrapped in plastic. Have you used it yet? I haven't used it yet. I've got 11 holes. I don't actually know that it was worth it. It was all worth it then. My planners will get my planner. Look, it says God damn it, Dan, on it now. See how much better that is? It yeah, already looks better, better, doesn't it? Yeah. It does. Oh, bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs>